But you know what I've been hearing? You know how I feel, Daria. You're gloomy. I knew I could talk to you, Daria. You're always miserable. Tragedy hits the school and everyone thinks of me. The popular guy died and now I'm popular because I'm the misery chick. But I'm not miserable. I'm just not like them. It really makes you think. Hello. Welcome to Thank Fucking God It's Friday. We're your hosts. I'm Drew. And I'm Katie. And today we're talking about a character whose first drawing was done as a paper plate. (laughs) We're going to talk about Daria. I can't take you seriously when you're doing that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we are going to talk about a great show from the late 90s, Daria, which the first ever drawing of her was done on a paper plate. They were doing some sort of sketches out of it, and they just had a plate there, so did it on that. (laughs) Interesting. Yep. Did you watch Daria when you were growing up? Yeah, but not to the... Like, I know that I don't remember much of it. I remember all the characters. Yeah. I didn't remember all their names, but I remember, like, the archetypes of the characters and stuff that were in it. And the whole basic premise of the show and everything. But beyond that, I didn't remember, like, specific episodes or anything. I don't know. I liked the show. I don't think I got a lot of it. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Definitely something that I appreciate more now, I think, as an adult than I did when I was a kid watching because when this show started, I was like pretty young. I think I was like 13, 12. Yeah, I was 10 when it started. Maybe even nine. I don't know what part (laughs) of the year it started in. Yeah, that's a good point. I might have been 11. Yeah. Oh, boy. (laughs) I don't think I was watching it then, though, because we weren't actually allowed to watch MTV until sometime in 1997, which is when the show started. Yeah. The day that we were allowed to watch MTV was the day that Notorious B.I.G. died. That's why you were allowed to watch it. Like, we have to watch the credible source for this news. (laughs) It was something like that. It was like my parents wanted to watch, like, the coverage of it or something. I don't really remember. Were your parents, like, into... East Coast hip hop then? Is that what was going on? We listened to Cube 93, which was at that time like the rap station or the hip hop station. Okay. But I mean, my dad didn't. My mom did. Yeah. Wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to piece this all together. Like your, your mom is just like so distraught over Biggie's passing. No, I don't think it was that. I think it was just like they realized that it was like a big thing happening. Did and- she... Was it the same when Tupac died? Did this happen then? No, because that was before, right? I forget who died first. Okay, I feel I don't like know. Tupac. <laughs> anyway, I just know that it was when Notorious B.I.G. died. We were on vacation at Crescent Bar in George Washington, uh-huh. <laughs> Quincy, Washington, really, um, by the Gorge, and we could suddenly watch MTV whenever we wanted after that day. Nice. In a moderately related note, I had a buddy in school who was like a Tupac conspiracy theorist and like had all these theories about how Tupac was still alive and where he'd be and when he would like reveal himself to the world. He's like supposed to be July 7th, 2007 or something like that. He's like, it's on 7707. He's going to come back and he's going to show that he was really like, you know, 
uh, Machiavelli and like died but came back and like all this stuff. He does all <laughs> these freaking things. I'm just like, dude. I saw a headline a few days ago that said that an arrest was imminent with Tupac's murder, but that was all I saw. Oh, well, yeah, they work a little bit slower sometimes. That's the only information I have, and that was just a few days ago. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> Maybe it'll come out. But anyway. Maybe at, it already has. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back then, I don't think I watched a lot of MTV. I remember watching TRL when that was on, like, yeah. but that was later, right? That was like 2000? No, no, no. That was, it was in 97, 98, maybe, because um, it was when I was in seventh grade, which was 97. Okay. I remember that was a big deal. Like, everyone yeah. watched TRL after school. They went home, they watched <laughs> it, and then you talked about the songs that were on it the next day, and how we agree or disagree, what should have been number one, all of that stuff. And, like, I think I had friends that went to New York to try and be on TRL. Oh, really? Yeah. One of my high school classmates, who I'm sure doesn't listen to this, but you never know. Sebastian. She, <laughs> she was a VJ for TRL, but it was like after college. Wait. <laughs> she was like a VJ for a day. Oh, like she won the contest yeah. thing. Yeah. Which, that was also weird. Like, they had those contests for that <laughs> stuff. Like, it was basically American Idol, but for to be a VJ, which just sounds... <laughs> really sexual <laughs> yeah now it does it, it did every time it for did me. then I I, like, it didn't for me oh no maybe not back then it didn't oh. but every time i hear it now i'm like probably because of i think it's because of beer fest when like or a zj you're like what's that if you have to ask you can't afford it like now that's just all i think i think of gray's anatomy and how they say the jj <laughs> God, of course. <laughs> I have another Grey's Anatomy note for later in this episode. Oh, two. Okay. <laughs> Before we get into this show, uh, I'm going to go ahead and read a read a review here. That was a good tangent. <laughs> yeah, that went that went away. So. <laughs> uh, this is from Lady Shit, who I'm told is another podcaster. Yeah, I don't it's know the podcast things. Lady Shit with Lily and Britt. Which is really great. I love it. Okay. I don't... Like, I don't even listen to our podcast. <laughs> I don't listen to... I think I really honestly just listen to Comedy Bang Bang. And even then, I'm very occasional on that now. Yeah, I've been very spotty with Comedy Bang Bang. <clears throat> but I listen to podcasts basically all day at work. Like, I sit alone in my little office away from all of the conversations. and I She just doesn't need... have to. She just does it because she doesn't like anyone. <laughs> I need to have somebody talking in my ear, and so I have podcasts talking in my ear. Right now, I'm listening to the Babysitter's Club Club. It's very funny. None of that shocks <laughs> me. Anyway, this one by Lady Shit. <laughs> it's titled, Love It! Listening to Drew and Katie. Thank you for putting my name first. I feel like I'm hanging out with my friends talking about shows we watched after school, even though I don't know them. That's why you love it. <laughs> because you don't know us. I feel nostalgic listening to these episodes on my old faves and appreciate them taking me back to my childhood. No problem. I just did finger guns pointing at you, <laughs> but you couldn't see it because this is not that type of medium. You might have been able to hear it. <laughs> yeah. A little, little bit of snap with it. Uh, thank you, Lady Shit. And great name. It was either Lily or Britt. <laughs> yeah. Or one of you typed half of it and the other person typed the other half. Teamwork. Also plausible. Teamwork makes the dream work. 
Damn, Allie. <laughs> My dog is burrowing underneath pillows. I don't know what she's doing. She's small enough that she hides behind one pillow very easily. <laughs> Ellie. So light a day for the first time. <laughs> she hasn't had a haircut in a while, so her hair on her face is pretty crazy right now. Yeah. Tell and me about Daria. <laughs> <laughs> so Daria was an animated sitcom. Some people say cartoon, TV show, whatever. I saw sitcom, and I thought that was kind of appropriate. Yeah. And it aired on MTV from March 1997 to January 2002, which includes the final film, Is It College Yet?, there was another film that I didn't write down the name of, but it was prior to that. And this was a spinoff of another MTV show, Beavis and Butthead, where yeah. she appeared as a recurring character. And I have never seen Beavis and Butthead because I thought that was way too crude. If I didn't like Ren and Stimpy that much, there was no way I was going to like Beavis and I Butthead. I feel like Beavis and Butthead was less than Ren and Stimpy, though. Really? Well, I think Ren and Stimpy just went for, like, the can we gross you out factor. I feel like Beavis and Butthead was, was just like, <laughs> he said boobs. <laughs> That's stu- I've never watched Beavis and Butthead either. I just had, one of my cousins loved Beavis and Butthead. I find it funny that her character in Beavis and Butthead was, like, had the, like, you write to her sort of thing like a, a help column oh like a um dear, dear diarrhea yeah <laughs> but it was called dear diarrhea oh <laughs> that's where the name originally was dear diarrhea i read something that the creator mike was, judge yeah mike judge he had a daria as one of his classmates and called her diarrhea and so that was where they got the name nice the name does uh does work for her. It's Greek for upholder of truth. Oh, that is very appropriate for her. Yeah. <laughs> she also hung out with Beavis and Butthead, according to the creators, to annoy her parents. I'm sure she does a lot of stuff to annoy her parents. Yeah. And even if you haven't seen the show, which I thought everybody had, but our friend Kirsten apparently had never even heard of it until I mentioned it today. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah. That's ridiculous. Right? Yeah. Even if you didn't see it, like if you grew up in of a certain age, yeah, you knew what, what Daria was. Yeah. So I think that you probably at least recognize Daria if you see her. And she was voiced by Tracy Grandstaff. And Daria has long brown hair, wears round glasses that cover basically her entire face. Yeah. She was uh, modeled after various people, but Janine Garofalo and Darlene from Roseanne were two oh. two of the people she was modeled after. Yeah. Just by looking at her, you basically know that she's disaffected, apathetic, pessimistic, and smart without trying. Like, she's good in school. She's the one that everybody calls on. Yeah. But she just seems to not care about anything, so it seems like she's not trying. Which is a big point in the first episode we watched like her just not caring sort of thing yeah comes up yep and she's always wearing the same green coat kind of an orangish shirt black skirt and black combat boots it's, and it's almost like what's her name from uh freaks and geeks Lindsay. Lindsay. Well, she has a green jacket. She's the green jacket. She wears the boots, doesn't she? Uh, Maybe. I never really looked at her feet. Yeah. Possibly. It's it's kind of a similar aesthetic. Yeah. And attitude in some ways. Yeah, that's fair. Smart without trying. Yeah. (laughs) 
Lindsay definitely is smart without trying. Yeah. And Daria could care less about fashion or makeup. She wears no makeup, which is in complete contrast to her sister, Quinn, who is voiced by Wendy Hoops. And she has a squeaky voice that makes her come across as the shallow airhead she is. And fashion is her life, despite the fact that she always wears a pink t-shirt with a smiley face with a little halo over it all the time and jeans. But nonetheless, she's the vice president of the fashion club. Yeah, there was like a scene in this where she's like, I have to get the perfect thing on before I can leave. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, but you wear the same thing every day. (laughs) Yep. And she's perpetually embarrassed by Daria. She always... She'll never admit to the fact that they're related. She says that she's like some weird cousin or an exchange student, something like that. Yeah. And throughout the whole show, like one of her lackeys in the fashion club, Sandy, who I think hates Quinn, but also likes her. They're frenemies. I don't know. Yeah. She's the president, I think, of the fashion club. Either way, Sandy never calls Daria Quinn's sister throughout the entire show. So it's like, hey, Quinn's cousin or yeah. like some <laughs> weird shit like that. Yep. And then their parents are Jake and Helen, who aren't really the best at parenting. Jake is voiced by, and I'm going to get this pronunciation wrong, but Julian Reboleto. Sure. Something like that. And he's always super stressed. He has like bulging mm-hmm. eyes part of the time. There's an episode where literally his eyes like pop out of his head. And he prefers to take the easy way out with his daughters, usually making deals or bribing them. And this is basically because he had a bad example from his own dad who was emotionally abusive. So he tries to be the opposite. Did you ever watch the show uh, The Fairly Odd Parents? Nope. I figured it would have been after. It was after, yeah. Yeah. It was kind of after for me, too, but I'd seen it. And the... Dad on there reminds me so much of the dad on Daria. Oh, really? Like the way that the character design and just they talk and their actions, everything about it. And then the mom, Helen, she's also voiced by Wendy Hoops, like Quinn, and she's a high powered lawyer who's addicted to work. She's never let a phone call go to the answering machine. Seems impossible. <laughs> She'll give her kids advice, but she doesn't always get what they're going through, so. It usually falls flat, especially with Daria. Yeah. She definitely relates more to Quinn than Daria. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can tell that Helen was probably also popular a lot like Quinn. Yeah. Well-liked and all that. And she's very motivated. And then finally, we have Jane, who is Daria's BFF. And again, is voiced by Wendy Hoops. Wendy Hoops was busy on the show. Yeah. <laughs> But she's a lot like Daria. She's sarcastic and just all around different from their classmates. But she's also a little bit more outgoing. Like she joins the track team for a while and she doesn't try as hard in school. So she's basically fine being a C student because then she can concentrate on her art projects and stuff. Yeah, she's definitely the artsy, artsy type. And I feel like I... And I don't know this for sure. Weren't like her parents just not there emotionally? They're like not there physically. Okay. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the time they're gone and it's just her and her brother Trent. And then they have, I think, three other siblings. All older. Right? All are older. Yeah. And they go off and do their own thing a lot. Yeah. I remember Trent. 
Yeah. Very specifically. Trent is the one who Daria has a crush on for most of the time. He is uh, named and modeled after Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> it makes sense. Like, they look very similar. He has, like, tattoos and piercings. And yeah. you can tell he, like, smokes because he, like, coughs a lot, too. He definitely skips school a lot, too. Yeah. Like, well, he's not in school now because he's graduated. Right, but I'm saying, yeah. like, he he definitely... If you would have told me he dropped out of school, I'd be like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. And he has a band oh. called Mystic Spiral, but they're thinking about changing their name. Yeah. <laughs> Perpetually. But the show starts <laughs> off with the Morgendorfer family moving from Beavis and Butthead's hometown of Highland, Texas to Lawndale, which I don't know where exactly it is, but it's somewhere in like the mid-Atlantic, according to Wikipedia. Oh, I pictured Illinois. Yeah. I don't know. It's, well... We're going to talk about a hurricane. Right. So it yeah. makes sense that it's on the, <laughs> yeah. on the coast. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> and most of the show is basically just about Daria and then her family as well, adjusting to the home and their town and the school and all of the bizarre people around them. And Daria basically just coming to the realization that, I mean, she really is better than a lot of other people. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. She, I mean... Is it, though? Is she better than them, or does she think she's better than them? This is a point I want to bring up later. Okay. (laughs) She, to me, comes across as somebody who knows herself and is pretty wise because of that. Okay. Like, in one of these episodes, you know, she's giving people a lot of advice, and I think that has a lot to do with her outlook on life. And, I mean, that's what they assume as well. <laughs> but Fair enough. I don't know. I think she's cool. I always thought she was super cool. Yeah, no, I mean, she's fine. I'm just saying, is she actually better than everyone else there? Well, or she is the valedictorian. Does she that she's better? I guess. <laughs> I didn't actually watch the end of the series. Like, I've never seen the movie Is It College <clears throat> Yet? And I didn't see... Probably the last season. I I mean, I don't remember what I did or didn't see. I may have seen all of it. I may not have. Um, I just remember, like, it It made sense for, like, a high school setting. The, every character in the show was just, like, uh, was definitely, like, a hyperbole or, or just, like, an exaggeration of each clique. Yeah. But they got it right for each of them, <laughs> like, for sure. Yeah. I mean, the fashion club, super exaggerated, but you also know who those girls are. Right. And like, they all were just so, they were friends with each other, but they were catty with each other and like always wanted to undermine, but support the, each other. And like the football guys that were like, I'm only into football and that's it. But then they try and do other things like as their minor subplots and stuff. And it's like, Oh, I'm trying to branch out from my stuff. I don't know. It's just... (laughs) The show, it was it was a good representation of high school life, I think. Yeah, I agree. I mean, especially probably for my school in that almost everybody in this school is white. There's yeah. the two black characters, and that's basically how my school was. Well, they, they even have like a line in the musical episode yeah. about that. <laughs> <Yep>. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote that one down. Nice. <laughs> so the two episodes that we're going to talk about are season one's Misery Chick and season three's Daria, exclamation point, mm-hmm. which is the musical episode. Daria. Daria. 
So to start things off, we'll talk about Misery Chick. Actually, it's The Misery Chick. The Misery Chick, <laughs> which uh, I liked this episode. I could relate somewhat to Daria in it. Yeah. And <laughs> what she goes through because, I don't know, pessimistic person. Uh, <laughs> And I was just like, but then when people point stuff out to you about yourself, you're just like, what? No, what? No, <laughs> what? No. Yeah, uh, it's it's one thing to have a perception of yourself and then another to have somebody point that out to you and recognize kind of the same things in yourself. Yeah. So the air date was July 21st, 1997. And the TV Guide description is a former football hero returns for Lawndale High's homecoming, but Daria steals the spotlight away from him. That is not what happens at all. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Say that one more time slower. A former football hero returns for Lawndale High's homecoming, but okay, Daria. That part happens. It's not a homecoming, though. Isn't it? No. I thought it was, and they were dedicating the Golden oh, Stone at Homecoming. I just never really put... I didn't think it was Homecoming. And then it says, but Daria steals the spotlight away from him. Yeah, that's not... No. At all. <laughs> because what actually happens is <laughs> he has the spotlight shown on him immensely because he dies. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Anywho, we start with the family, the... Morgendorfers. <laughs> that name. Uh, Quinn is very excited about her picture, her school picture. Hooray. Daria, not so much. She doesn't care. She says that she chose the background of Black Cloud swallowing Chernobyl. <laughs> Whereas Quinn's is in front of a waterfall. Uh, and her mom says that she should be like smiling or something. And Daria says, I don't smile unless I have a reason. And Helen says, people judge you by your expression, which just goes back to that age old thing of people telling women to smile more, even though in this case it is a woman telling another woman. But still, it's something I have a personal problem with. Is that why you smile all the time? So no one has to tell you that <laughs> it's because I grew up where we were called the happy family. Because we were like smiling all the time or like if we weren't, then people would be like, I thought you were the happy family. That's terrifying because I'm now 100% certain you guys have like dead people in your basement. <laughs> like that, that's the only reason families smile all the time is they've murdered someone together <laughs> and they're in it. But yeah, one time I was at a bar with some coworkers and one of them was like, you should be smiling. And I was just like, eh. and then it was kind of hard not to smile just because I felt uncomfortable. And so he got what he wanted. I don't know, but it's rude. Yeah. All I have to say. Stop. Stop it. <laughs> um, question. Yep. Why does Kevin, the quarterback, wear his football gear at all times? Leg pads, shoulder pads, neck pads, everything all the time. Well, I think the neck thing is to hide his hickeys. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> and he can't do that unless he's wearing the whole outfit. Is that canon? Does he wear that to hide hickeys from Brittany? I don't know if that's canon. <laughs> okay. His girlfriend is Brittany, the head cheerleader. She is super, super ditzy. Like, if you thought Quinn was an airhead, Brittany is a hot air balloon that is 
giant. She I don't was know. modeled after Jenny McCarthy. Yes, I knew that. <laughs> All the cheerleaders are modeled after like 90s actresses too. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't have a list of the other ones, but they were definitely all modeled. I think one of them was Courtney Cox. Oh. One was... My, I, I could find it somewhere. It's gone. <laughs> it's whatever. There's a video. It's a wonderful video to watch. It's just 107 facts about Daria. We have Lawndale High that is going to be celebrating Tommy Sherman, who is a former quarterback. Yeah. And he's famous for... A, being a dick. Like, he's very <laughs> selfish and doesn't let anyone else on the team score, which is hilarious to me because couldn't any other team then just key their defense in just on him and no one else? <laughs> That's bad planning for anyone else. And apparently he run ran into the goalpost every time. See, his trademark was he always wanted to run the touchdown in himself. A real team player. But he couldn't keep himself from waving to the crowd when he did it. They'd cheer, he'd wave, and wave. <laughs> He'd run right into the goalpost. What an intelligent young man. He broke his own nose twice. Then in the playoff, the week before the state championship, he scored the winning touchdown and hit the goalpost so hard, he cracked his helmet. He was unconscious for six days. Miraculously, he woke up the night before the big game feeling great. The next day, he led the team to victory. Stirring. Isn't it? So now the school's bought one of those new goalposts designed to break apart rather than split your skull. Why only one? Budget cuts. Clearly they didn't have concussion protocol no. back then because no. he would not be allowed to play. This is some bullshit. And I'm starting to see even if he wouldn't have died the way he did, he was going to die soon. Yeah. That brain had CTE for sure. Oh, for sure. I mean, especially with like all of the studies that have come out about CTE and football and stuff now. Yeah. Yikes. The old QB, Tommy something or another. Tommy Sherman. Tommy Sherman. He is super pervy. Yeah. He sees Brittany tying her shoes, hits on her, wants he, to have sex with her. Yeah. First of all, she like looks up and he's like, keep coming up. It just gets better or something like that. <laughs> and mentions like hey why don't we get out of here go back to my hotel room get horizontal yeah just pop some champagne get horizontal and yep. i was like what <laughs> fuck and she says didn't you hear that i have a boyfriend and slaps him <laughs> and he asks, oh does he want to watch <laughs> <laughs> yep and then tommy's literally strutting around school he meets kevin and laughs at the fact that he's a quarterback because he's so small does he call him like a pygmy yeah, because Kevin's like, I'm your biggest fan. He's like, oh, I don't know if that's true unless the rest of them were all pygmies. <laughs> Dear God. Yep. And then he's leaning up against Daria's locker and she says, excuse me. And he's like, huh, no, not you. Like, I would never go after you. Oh, God. He uh, also is kind of a piece of shit to Mac, who... Mac, uh, apparently his name is Michael Jordan oh, McKenzie, yeah, right. <laughs> which didn't know that. That's great. But that's because his dad changed it from Michael James yeah. McKenzie because he went to a Bulls game. Right. <laughs> Mac, that's why I thought they were in Illinois. Oh. That's it. Now I got it. Mac was voiced by four different people over the course of the show. Yeah, I saw that. And one of them has been in a bunch of stuff, but I don't know that I've actually like seen it. But he's been in it as an actor. Oh. Including, like, Modern Family. Either way, Tommy is a huge piece of shit to him and says, Oh, make sure your father doesn't go to any Whoopi Goldberg movies. 
I'm like, that's not even a good joke. Yeah, I didn't get it. Well, because he said his dad changed his name when he went to a Bulls game, so now he's going to change his name to, like, Whoopi Goldberg or something (laughs) like that. And I think it was supposed to be a racist joke. Yeah. But I couldn't tell. I don't know. I think they were trying to show that Tommy was racist, too, not just sexist and misogynistic. I mean, that plays true to the character, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, Daria knocks his ass out with all of her stuff, but he doesn't really seem to care and she doesn't either like as they go back and forth on their stuff she's just like nothing's him and he nothing's her yeah she calls him a colossal jerk and he calls her one of those misery chicks the title of the episode (laughs) after he leaves because he says he's gonna go check out the goalpost and think about the people who admire him darius says what bothers me is that that jerk is going to be treated like a hero for the rest of his life Well, maybe he won't live that long. Come on, you know wishes don't come true. Oh my god! The goalpost fell! Tommy Sherman's dead! He's dead! News travels very fast. Very fast. That was literally seconds. Like, one, how does he know he's dead? Because Kevin's not smart. Kevin's very dumb, so you had to think that his brains were probably splattered. Because <laughs> otherwise, Kevin would just think he's knocked out. Yeah. Well, that goalpost was not cemented in. It was leaning against the bleachers. Yeah. <laughs> we find that out later. It's at this point that things start to change for Daria. Yeah, they go to the m- memorial service for Tommy at the school where Kevin is crying. And the principal says, keep running until you hit that goalpost. That's her advice for the students. (laughs) But Daria and Jane are talking and Daria says, you know, it's weird that one minute he was alive and then he was dead. And Jane kind of blows her off and says that she's going to go for a run because you can tell she's feeling bad about what she said and then what happened. Yeah, because, I mean, she made the joke and then literally, boom, dead. (laughs) Yeah. Kevin goes to Daria for words of wisdom on... That's literally what I wrote, words of wisdom. Really? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Hey, he goes to her for words of wisdom on how to deal with this because, you know, she's always, like, so dark and gloomy and stuff. And then Brittany does the same. Why did the jerk make me hate him? Now he's dead and I feel bad, but I don't feel that bad, so I feel terrible. It really makes you think... I mean, you're used to being all gloomy and depressed and thinking about bad stuff. Why does everyone keep saying that? So I thought that maybe you could give me some tips. And then Mr. O'Neill does the same. And they're all like asking her for advice because, you know, she's all gloomy and depressed and thinks about things like (laughs) Mr. O'Neill says she's always thinking about the dark side all the time. Star Wars reference. Well, the Star Wars reference is what Daria says back. Yeah. She says, are we talking about the force? Yeah. I really like when Kevin says that, well, I really like when Daria says, did he remind you of anyone? Maybe it hit a little too close to home. And he's like thinking that that means that he's going to turn into a ghost and haunt the field and make them not win any more games. Yeah. (laughs) Kevin's so dumb. (laughs) Anyway, they're all, everyone's asking her. We flash to the... Morgan Dorfer home. Quinn is trying to raise up some money through the fashion club to get new goalposts. <laughs> yeah. Which is ridiculous, but whatever. She says the new safe goalposts, and Daria's like, that's what they already had. Right. That's, a, that's <laughs> what he got killed by. 
it's the thought that counts. Jane is avoiding Daria, uh, and Daria goes to like see her and talk to her, right? And yeah. Trent says she's running, but Trent's a good brother. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know, maybe she came back. Maybe she can't hear you screaming up there and all that blah, blah, blah. <laughs> maybe you should go up there and <sighs> knock on her door. Yeah. Uh, which leads to my favorite line of the episode is when Daria asked Jane, are you avoiding me? She said, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Daria asks, what's going on? Nothing. I just haven't felt like talking to anybody. I'm not anybody. And I'd like to talk to someone. But you've been talking to everyone. No. Everyone's been talking to me. There's a difference. Well, what do you want to talk for anyway? You don't care about what happened. How can you say that? You've been treating it like, oh, well, another stupid day. The guy died. I know he died. I'm sorry he died. But I'm not going to pretend he was some great person when he wasn't. People aren't upset because Tommy Sherman died. They're upset because they're going to die. That's understandable. It really makes you think. It really makes you think, yeah. <laughs> Everyone thinks that Daria is a misery chick and that she's just miserable all the time. And that's all she thinks about is misery and dark and gloomy stuff. And she does think about that stuff a lot, but it's not her only characteristic. Yeah, she says, I'm not miserable. I'm just not like them. Yeah. If you hear snorting in the background, it's my dog. <laughs> just going to put that out there. Daria says that she doesn't think she was miserable. She And Jane helps her figure it out a little bit. Like, no, you just think, and these people don't think. And Now they're thinking, and it's freaking them out. Yeah. <laughs> so Jane was freaked out about the jokes she was saying about people dying. She doesn't want to have that on her conscience. Daria helps her with that a little. They help each other. They're best friends. Yay. Yay. And they're, they say he shouldn't have died, but he wasn't a nice guy. Yeah, which is fair. Yeah. He didn't deserve to die, but it's also like you don't go parading the memory of somebody like that, especially right. if you didn't know him and he was a jerk. Like, exactly. Yeah. My second to last note on this one it just says their teacher is a damn fool. <laughs> He's talking about uh, the quote from Tennyson. It's better to have loved and lost than never loved at all. And all this stuff, and like Britney is stupid as fuck. <laughs> What's this about? Love? <laughs> or I can't, love? No, I can't even make my voice go like hers. <laughs> I'm not all. even gonna try. You have a better falsetto than I do. Yeah, uh, well, that's <laughs> what I usually try and sing in the car. Uh, and Daria has her eloquent explanation, and their teacher is seemingly a shitty teacher. Uh, either way, this episode ends when Sandy. From the fashion club. From the fashion club. Because that Quinn's cousin or whatever uh, goes to Daria about her sick cat. And they charge her $10 for <laughs> advice and just piss her off. <laughs> yeah. She says, what's your advice? And Daria says, find some other way to feel. Then you won't feel sad. And then... For $10, that's what I get? <laughs> and Daria says, see, it's working already. Because she's mad, not sad. Yeah. And then we get the end, and it's the la, 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 from the, from the uh, theme song. Great theme song, by the way. Yeah, Let's just put just that out there. La, 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 la. You're standing la, la, on la, my la, neck. La. Uh, <laughs> and that's the misery check. Yes. So this is one of the episodes that I remembered really well when I went back and watched it. I don't know why necessarily, but like the whole thing with the goalpost falling on Tommy 
just really stuck with me over the years. And I think that they do a really good job of talking about Daria and her persona in this episode. Yeah. Like I said, I, it sucks when you like feel like you're one way, but everyone sees you as something else. Like she doesn't see herself as being miserable. Yeah. And I can relate to that in that, like, I just remember in high school, like I, people just think I was like, just like super down on everything. And I was just like, no, I'm just, this is the way I joke about things, <laughs> I guess is like dark humor, yeah. dry, dry and wit. You have very dry, sarcastic humor. Yeah. <laughs> and I had that dry wit in high school and <laughs> it doesn't, you know, if you don't get it, it just seems like, oh, wow. What a fucking downer all the time. <laughs> and I guess, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Those are the wrong people to be hanging around. But that's not how I feel. <laughs> and that's how Daria felt. Like she's like, no, I'm not miserable. I yeah. just don't like these things. Yeah. And she's realistic. Yeah. That's fair. But I really like this episode. I really liked rewatching it. I've w- watched so much Daria in the last like week. And it's been like the best. <laughs> and I'm going to give this one four and a half rude quarterbacks out of five. And I'm going to give it three and a half really makes you think out of five. <laughs> I thought you were going to do goalposts. Nope. I didn't want to be that obvious. Also, like, I, so I didn't say it, but I was also like, maybe Drew will say it. Nope. Really makes you think. <laughs> really makes you think that you really uh, are assuming a lot there about me. <laughs> oh, man. Do you know how long it takes them, or it took them, I guess they're not doing it now. Well, we'll get into that. Uh, <laughs> how long it took them to create each episode? I do not. If you had to take a guest from concept to post-production, how long do you think? Um, Probably around like three weeks. Ten months to a year. I really missed that one. <laughs> Which is astounding to me because like South Park does it in one week. Yeah, that's why time. I was thinking three weeks is because of South Park. Which, South Park, they're insane. Like that's a crazy, <laughs> that's crazy to do that to yourself. <laughs> um, but yeah, 10 months to a year Ten for months. each episode. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm like, but why? <laughs> so... I mean, they're doing they're a bunch on of them currently. Yeah, yeah, it's not like oh, just <laughs> the next season will come out in two decades. <laughs> um, and Daria and Jane are the only two to appear in every episode, all sixty-seven episodes. That sounds right. Yeah, that makes sense, right? Yeah. I have a question for you before we get to the second one, then. Okay. Is Daria a jerk? Is Daria a jerk? Let me, let me find a parallel for you before you answer this. Okay. You've watched a lot of 30 Rock. Yeah. <laughs> the high school reunion episode where mm-hmm. Tina Fey goes to her high school reunion. And she goes with Jack, right? Jack ends up being there. And okay. she finds out that she was like the <laughs> one that made everyone else's lives miserable. Yeah, yeah. Is that Daria's future? <laughs> where she comes back and like... I don't think so. Okay. I don't if, either. Because I think that a lot of people actually do somewhat like her like she's not approachable that's for sure except for in this episode (laughs) that we just talked about yeah but you know she's friends with jody who is that um one of the two black people she's very smart like they have a lot in common and i think that in general she's always 
I don't think she's like putting people down or anything like that. I think she's putting down their intelligence. That's true. But they're too stupid to realize it. <laughs> yeah. Like Liz Lemon wasn't that slick. She was just like, <laughs> she was viciously mean. Like when she talked about like, I think the mom's drinking problem or something oh. like when she was like a kid or things like that. I, Cause I could see like a parallel between how Liz Lemon sees herself in, in the high school, like hierarchy and Daria, except I think Liz Lemon cared a lot more. I think Liz definitely cared. Yeah. And Daria just doesn't. I think Daria is actually nice. Maybe not to her sister. <laughs> she's kind of, she's kind of a jerk to Quinn. Well, Quinn's kind of a jerk to her. She won't even admit that they're related. Yeah, but the one thing that I do remember from the show, this is, I don't know why this thing stuck with me, is when Daria made like the documentary about yeah. Quinn and all the like ditziness and all of that. Yeah, it's the episode Monster, which is in season two. I think it's at the beginning of season two. And you know all that. No, I just watched it. Okay. Because it was one of the episodes I almost picked. Yeah. And I wish you would (laughs) have. And they follow Quinn around with a video camera and catch her at the mall, like talking about her pores. And they zoom in on her and she's like, Are you filming my pores? Can you see my pores? And she's like freaking out about it. And they end up. Or Daria ends up not putting that in the film. So she does care a little, I guess. Yeah. But she is still kind of a dick to her sister. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I don't know. The show reminds me, like, when I think about is Daria a jerk or not, I think about that. I think about how Liz Lemon, when she thought she was the one that was bullied and all this stuff, but she was really making everyone else's lives hell. I don't think Daria is making their lives hell. No. But I do think that she'll look back, like, later and be like, wow. It's kind of a dick to people. (laughs) Yeah. They just didn't know it. Yeah, I can see that. So, like I said, Monster was an episode I almost picked. I actually put a poll up on Twitter and had people pick the next episode because I couldn't decide. And I didn't want Drew to complain about the fact that I kept changing the episodes on him. Thank God. (laughs) And so the options were Monster, Through a Lens Darkly, where... Daria gets contacts because when she's driving, um, she's driving with her mom to learn how to drive. She doesn't have very good peripheral vision. Mm. So she gets contacts and it changes her like view of herself because now she's this person that doesn't have glasses. And then Pierce Me, where it's basically a Daria and Trent episode and they go and get piercings together. She gets a navel piercing. You moved your hand, and I was like, hold on, what? (laughs) Pointed there. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't see where you were pointing. And I was like, hold on. (laughs) And then the episode that we are talking about, Daria, exclamation point. Daria! Daria! My first note for this episode, before you get into your thing, just says, LOL. That's it. (laughs) Nothing else. Proceed with your synopsis. Okay. So this aired on February 17th, 1999, and the TV Guide description is, The third season opener presents Daria, the musical, in which the residents of Lawndale prepare for a deadly hurricane while Daria and Jane are trapped on the school roof with the vacuous Kevin and Brittany. Yeah, I actually read that before I watched this one, and that's where my LOL came in. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) So I don't like musicals. I, for the most part, really don't like musicals. I don't understand why not. (laughs) I have 
somehow seen two musicals this year because we, along with our friends, saw um, Book of Mormon and Hamilton earlier this year. Which were both so good. They were both good. They're more along the lines of the musicals that I can watch. Like, Hamilton did have more music than I maybe would have liked. literally all music. It, the whole <laughs> thing is music. But... It's great. Still listen to the soundtrack. I really did like Book of Mormon a lot. Yeah, in general, I just find musicals to be very cheesy, and I can only handle them if they're comedy, because then the cheesiness seems to have, like, context. You didn't like La La Land? No, I didn't like La La Land. Oh, my God. It's so good. And it was a good comedy. I mean, it's a comedy, but it's one of those things where they're singing out of place and it seemed legitimate. I still listen especially, to that soundtrack too. Especially the beginning. I hated the dance scene oh, at the beginning. I love that. That's like my favorite part of the whole movie. No, I hated it. When I was watching that, I was like, this is going to be a long, long movie. God. <laughs> Why are we friends? <laughs> anyway, this is a musical episode, but it's Daria, so it's kind of okay. And Daria's singing is very not singing. (laughs) Yeah, her singing is like, literally, oh me, oh my, I didn't wake up dead. (laughs) (laughs) I have, uh, I had a student this past year who reminds me a lot of Daria. Oh, really? Just in her vocalisms, like, like (laughs) just the mannerisms of her voice and the way she talks and stuff. She was my TA for one of the second semester and just like... Reminded me a lot of Daria. (laughs) In a good way, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, she's great. I love her. This episode starts out where they are singing about the morning. And it's morning in the burbs. The thing I'd like to point out from this... I don't have much to point out from many of the songs. Except for, like, at the end, I guess. I have a few, like, lines of them written down. Yeah. Very 90s thing. They have a small TV in their kitchen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is a super 90s thing. We had a tiny TV in my first house. It was literally like, I think it was about the same size as the one that was in the Keenan and Kel episode we watched, the like okay, six yeah. inch one. And it was like attached to the bottom of our cabinet. Yep. That sounds right. <laughs> and then it had the antennas pointing down. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that is pretty 90s. Although... The only reason I don't have a TV in my kitchen is because I can see mine from the kitchen. You don't need a TV in your kitchen. So now we have a lot of open layouts in houses, so you don't need that. During this song, the news says that there's going to be a hurricane. Right. And Quinn says, what does science know? Uh, She probably never had her kids vaccinated. (laughs) There is an episode, another one I was on borderline picking but it sounded like too much to talk about where Daria writes like a short story about her family in the future. And Quinn has like four kids. <laughs> Does she vaccinate them? I don't know. They didn't say. We cut to the school. Yes. And the line I liked is when Brittany's talking about the jello jiggling. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's Jane says, Oh, worried about the competition. Well, I liked what she said after because the jello is blue and yellow, and she says, there really is a school spirit. Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that one. I didn't catch that anyway. That's great. Which, Brittany's boobs come into play in a lot in this episode for wordplay, <laughs> and from for Jane, I yeah. think. Which, to be fair, 
She's the only character that they draw, like purposely seem to draw like giant boobs on her because yeah. she's the head cheerleader. She's the head cheerleader and she's modeled after Jenny McCarthy. So my next note just says poor Mac. Why? Because he was trying to like make a point about how winning isn't everything. Oh, at the pep rally. At the pep rally. And then <laughs> Kevin has to act a fool. Uh, and then, oh no, the big game is canceled. Oh no, that little hurricane advisory has been upgraded to a hurricane warning. Are we all going to die? Not on school property. You're all to go home. What about the big game? Canceled. No. Yes, no. Everybody out. Everybody out. An order quiet exit is what exiting's about. You will not scream a howl or shout. Everybody out. Everybody out. Kevin thinks it's a hoax. He says, X-Files just says this is the way authorities cover up the real reason the game is canceled. I like a good X-Files reference. All I'm saying. Uh, (laughs) You got your Star Wars one in the last episode. (laughs) I also wrote, is that one teacher having a fucking stroke? He does that in like all the episodes he's in where his eyes like bulge out. Yeah. I don't know his name, but yeah, Yeah. he is um, very intense and he's always yelling. But during the pep rally, Daria and Jane are up on the roof of the school because they're not going to participate in that. Yeah, they want the town to blow away. (laughs) Yeah. So they realize that the hurricane is coming and they're like, maybe we shouldn't be on the roof. And when they try to leave, Kevin and Brittany are blocking the door, making out. Yep. Kevin is a damn fool and he knocks the block out of the door. Yep. And... I forget, again, if it was Daria or Jane who said it, but now like, oh no, now our death will just read QB and others perish. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember which one of them said it either. <clears throat> but they sing, like the teachers and people sing a song about this stuff while they're in there. And there's only one line that I want to mark. They mention like, will we still have three months off with pay? And I was like, <laughs> first of all, it's two and a half months. <laughs> and second of all, yeah, I get paid, but I'm paid for my 10 months of work that I do do. I said do do. <laughs> and uh, I just didn't appreciate that here. I'm doing a lot of hard work as I lay on the beach in the water every day and do nothing. Yeah, you literally did that all day today while I was like super stressed out at work. Yeah. Katie asked me earlier, she's like, what have you done all week? I'm like, Monday. Monday was like two days ago, right? Because I don't know. And I said, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe uh, I just said I hate you, but now I'm thinking fuck you. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great. It's been a week. I forgot one of my favorite lines before they get locked on the roof when Daria says, let's head down. I want to live to see what this town looks like obliterated. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> uh, cell phones. Let's solve this issue. Call someone and tell them where you're at. Well, Jake has one. The dad. Yeah, they don't. No, they don't. Helen's... At work, and she doesn't want to leave work because she's addicted to work. Uh, I think her coworker tries to come on to her. Yeah, and then he's like, I'll just send you an email. Yeah, I, I, I thought that part was actually pretty funny. <laughs> Meanwhile, Quinn is at the mall. It looked like they were buying rain jackets for right. the hurricane, but then like they were like, well, he'll just come back tomorrow. And I was like, well, they're for the hurricane, which yeah. is today. We have to do it before we have to run. Well, we can still walk them. Running for your life is so geeky. Ew. <laughs> Wind hair. <laughs> so the Grey's Anatomy reference that I made er- earlier is for this part because Sarah Drew, who played Dr. April Kepner on Grey's Anatomy, is the voice of Stacy from the Fashion Club. I don't know who either of those are. I mean, I know who <laughs> Stacy is. Yeah. She's one of the girls. Uh- <laughs> well, 
she was on Grey's Anatomy for 202 episodes. So cool. Yeah, she was on it until this most recent finale. That was her last episode. I don't watch Grey's Anatomy anymore. I used to love it, but I have not watched it in like four years. It's been on a long ass time. But Quinn says she can't go till she's dressed perfectly. She's singing that. Helen Helen. is singing. I'm addicted to work. And then uh, we get to my favorite part of this episode. My favorite part, too. I literally laughed out loud. The phone call with Trent. Oh, no, 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 no. When uh, Jake is driving home. Oh, go for it. Um, So Jake is, like I said, driving home. Yeah. (laughs) And he calls the house and no one's there to answer. And he sings, I've got a foot on the gas and a hammer in my head, thinking about my girls and the way they might be dead. (laughs) Oh, see, I like the part when he calls Trent. Hello? Hello? Quinn, pour your father some of that cocoa. Hello? No, Daria's not here. You want the Morgendorfers. Dude, I am the Morgendorfers! Give me that! Throughout the whole rest of the episode, they say damn it a lot. Yeah, they do. <laughs> the, after the phone call with Trent, when they fi- figure out that like the girls aren't at either place. By the way, Trent has a duck phone. It was oh, shaped like a duck. <laughs> and he's not wearing any pants. And I think that someone's like, what's up with everyone in, no one in this town wearing pants? Yeah. Helen um, says that. So I, I like spaced out a lot during this next scene. But all I caught was, Brittany, would you point those things somewhere else? Yeah. I think Daria is the one who says that. Okay. And then they sing about the fact that, like, people are probably missing them, but mostly Kevin and Brittany. Yeah. (laughs) And they're like, maybe (laughs) people are missing us. They sing, they must be worried. I don't remember the tune. Yeah. And Jake is worried. He's yelling about Daria. He wants Mm -hmm. to go look for her. You got to be manly. (laughs) <laughs> manly yeah so trent is over because helen says that their house isn't safe and he hasn't done anything to prepare so he came over and yeah they're just singing about like maybe we should stay here and hug would that be more manly yeah jake is definitely working through some issues <laughs> so is trent yeah. uh they're definitely working through some man issues Ugh. please tell me why being such a modern guy makes me feel like a bearded girl Uh, (laughs) and then they go damn it damn it damn it damn it like for the whole rest of the thing come on trent your daughter and my sister are out there that doesn't sound right and we've gotta find them it's our duty damn it damn it you're right damn it let's go jakey be careful yeah dad gotta save those girls damn it Cut back to the roof. They're in the little shed and trying. it's time to get out. And so they tell uh, Kevin to be manly and bust through. And he finally does. And <laughs> With his head. Yeah. Did he hurt himself? Not anywhere either of you would notice. <laughs> and when they get outside, there's a rainbow. A giant one. Yeah, very giant. Because the big wet rainstorm's over. The big wet rainstorm. The big wet rainstorm's over. This was stuck in my head for a while. Yeah, at least a day for me. It was stuck in my head when you came over today. Jake crashed his car. Yep. He a dumbass. The airbag saved our life. <laughs> and then everyone uh, connects and reconciles and goes, Woo, yay, we're alive. Yeah, and Jane is surprised that Trent actually was worried about her. And he gives both her and Daria hugs. 
Mac and, then, and uh, oh yeah, who's the other girl? Jody. Mac and Jody are sitting outside and like maybe everyone's dead. Then we'll be in the majority. <laughs> maybe all the people blown away. We'd be in the majority. Yeah. <laughs> uh. And Daria sums it all up with. Today was strange in extremes, and that's put lightly. And yet it started out so dull and pretty dumb. And so this feeling I feel, I don't feel slightly. It's the hope that tomorrow will come and another weird morning. Yes, a dawning. An exciting new day of warning. No need for a surgeon general's warning. Morning, morning, it's morning, morning, morning. In the And it's a typical musical ending. And scene. And scene. I don't like this one as much as the other one. No? <laughs> no. And I do like musicals, but I just wasn't feeling it. I was like, yeah, whatever. There's some good parts. Like I said, there's some great lines. All the jokes about Brittany and Kevin are great. The dad is ridiculous. But it was just meh. It's middling. It was okay. I laughed so hard when Jake was driving in the car going, God, God damn it. God, God damn it. I mean, he definitely has some, he needs to see a therapist <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I, I thought it was hilarious. Anyway. That's fair. I probably am just going to give this one right down the middle. Two and a half. I'm sorry. <laughs> two and a half jiggling jellos out of five. <laughs> I thought you would like this one more because of the musical aspect. Yeah. But I understand. It's I mean a good some assumption. of the some of the songs are a little bit weird, but they do have a lot of good lines, I think. I'm going to give this one you're right, I don't like it as much as the last one, Misery Chick, but I have to give this one still for God goddammits. Okay. <laughs> Those are the episodes. I was doing some research before this episode, as I normally do. Very minimal stuff. I find things that seem like they'll work for this. And then once I found uh, anything, I'm like, all right, we're good. Uh, <laughs> there were a bunch of articles I didn't read that I wanted to. But one of them that I got to is not about Daria at all. <laughs> it's about Daria, a different person. Uh, there's an article that was just titled 16 Facts That'll Make You a Daria Expert. And I was like, great. It's perfect. I'll find this. And I started reading it and I skipped like the introduction part because I'm like, fuck that. I'm just going to read the list. Uh, <laughs> That's what I do too. Yeah. And I start reading them and I'm just like, none of this makes sense for the show. <laughs> and finally I went back up after like five or six or seven or eight and <laughs> or like, oh, 16. Yeah. But I want to read you these. These are 16 facts from Daria Mosley about, <laughs> oh, maybe Ted Mosley. Uh, Mosby? Mosby. Mosby. Yeah, Mosley, whatever. Uh, if you know Daria Mosley, these 16 facts will make you an expert on her. Just want to give these facts. <laughs> Daria's favorite sitcom is a Different World. Oh. I've never watched it. That is on our list, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Daria believes that Freudian by Daniel Caesar and Damn by Kendrick Lamar were the best albums of 2017. So this is a recent list. 
Yeah, this was published January 31st of this year, 2018. Daria loves fashion. All types as well. My Instagram likes consist of super chic looks to streetwear. <laughs> she loves her dog. He is her heart, her lock screen, and her home screen. I want to know if it's two different pictures on the on the phone. I like that way of describing it. Yeah. Her it lock is. screen and her home screen. Yeah. That's very sweet. Yeah. I like that, Daria. Good, Good job, job, Daria. <laughs> She's a homebody. 99.99% I'm home watching TV, eating ice cream on the couch. I'd have to assume the other 0.01% is buying ice cream and paying the TV bill. You can pay the TV bill while watching TV. Fair enough. One day she hopes to visit Australia and New Amsterdam. New Amsterdam? I feel like she means New Zealand. <laughs> right? Does it say New Amsterdam? It does say New Amsterdam. New Amsterdam is a band. I feel like she means New Zealand. <laughs> That's confusing. <laughs> Daria, if you somehow listen to this, get back to me. We I have an know. email address. It's yeah. tfgifpodcast at gmail.com. If you know what New Amsterdam is, because I thought like New Amsterdam was like New York. New York, yeah. Right? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven. Her all-time favorite book is Terrell by Co- Coe Booth. Co Booth? I don't know it. Don't know. She would be a fan of Brittany because she did gymnastics for eight years and was a cheerleader for five. Her goal is to live in a condo in New York City or Paris. New Amsterdam. <laughs> New Amsterdam, yes. Uh, her taste in music is eclectic. Cliché, but true. Her Pandora varies from Drake, Amy Winehouse, Led Zeppelin, Meek Mill, and Hiatus Coyote. I know the first four. I don't know what Hiatus Coyote is. I don't either, and I appreciate the first four, so I'm probably going to look that up. So Daria, thanks for the music suggests. <laughs> Hopefully like it's it. not like Moon Hooch. Yeah, not a big fan of the Moon Hooch. Sorry, Moon Hooch. Go accidentals. <laughs> she wants her wedding dress to be baby pink, not white. Bold choice. Yeah. She is the person who will take 100 plus photos when you want to get a good picture because she likes to get all the angles. <laughs> That's this a next, good friend. Yeah. This next one, I agree with one third of and disagree with two thirds of. Daria absolutely hates eggs. Wrong. Mayonnaise. Correct. And seafood. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong on all of them for me. I hate mayonnaise. Mayonnaise is so gross. Really? It, it just makes me think of Arrested Development. A mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. <laughs> she calls it a mayonnaise. Isn't it, isn't it adorable? You kind of look like Michael Sarah when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a mayonnaise. So gross. She just like you're smiling <laughs> just like him. <laughs> I just think of that part, though. Like, she just pops in her mouth and just sucks on it a little bit. Adorable. Her. Her. I'm sure you and Plant over there are doing just fine. An embarrassing moment for Daria is when she went to the skating rink and tripped over a Skittle. Not a pack of Skittles, but one red Skittle. (laughs) Hashtag shambles. Is that what it says? Yes. Uh, 15. Two to go. She's always reinventing her look by trying new hairstyles. And number 16, she's never seen the movie Friday. Please don't take away my black card. <laughs> That's it. I've never seen Friday either. Dude, Friday's so good. 
I've Does seen that Friday, surprise you, though? Friday, next Friday, Friday after next. <laughs> mm, they're all good. I've seen some GIFs from Friday. You mean GIFs? I say GIF. I don't know what I say anymore because I just make fun of whatever is said by saying something You just else. say the opposite? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is, uh, this is Daria. And thank you for having me read your list halfway before I realized this wasn't about Daria. <laughs> Tricky. Yeah. Tell me, Katie, many shows we've talked about have had a reboot coming. Does Daria have a reboot? Obviously. That's cray cray. <laughs> yeah. So about three weeks ago, maybe MTV announced that it was working on a Daria revival tentatively titled Daria and Jody. And the official description is the iconic animated franchise is reinvented through the eyes of heroine Daria Morgendorfer and one of her closest friends, Jody Landon. So not Jane Lane? Not Jane. <laughs> These two smart young women take on the world with their signature satirical voice while deconstructing popular culture, social classes, gender, and race. I don't know how I feel about it not having Jane. I hope Jane's in it. I hope that means that the person who voiced basically... Half the women on the show? Yeah, is <laughs> going to be involved. Yeah. But not many details are known yet, including a release date. But we do know that Grace Edwards, who works on The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and Inside Amy Schumer will be writing for it. Cool. So that's a good sign. Kimmy Schmidt is great. Yeah. And I like some of Inside Amy Schumer. Yeah, I haven't seen I'm, a ton of it. I'm hit or miss on some episodes. Yeah. Uh, there's one episode that has uh, the love of my life. Uh, Claudio Doherty. Claudio Doherty in it. <laughs> and her skit is awesome. I mean, anything with Claudia is the She's best. so funny. She is She's hilarious. She's so funny. You've watched her travel videos, right? Yeah, they're, they're great. <laughs> it's just like her timing and the way she says shit is yeah, so freaking funny. Amazing comedic timing. Uh, it's like a half second too late yeah. and it works perfectly. <laughs> There's like one episode on there where they're talking about like, uh, oh, goggles. It's like goggles you wear to understand what a guy wants so that he'll <laughs> listen to you because like she, Amy's working in like some workplace where the guys just don't pay attention to what her suggestions are. Yeah. And she puts them on and she's like, oh, is this supposed to? supposed to feel this way and Claudia's like it's extremely painful and it's like the way she says it I'm just like why is that so funny she's just the best uh, I love her um Kim Cattrall impression I don't know if I've seen that I sent it to you not oh, that no, long yeah, ago that was the one on uh on Conan, Conan right but yeah. she's done it on comedy bang bang too yeah hmm <laughs> I love sex <laughs> uh the the episode of her on uh, Lauren Lapkus that Sorry I've Been Catfishing oh You God. is so funny. That's my favorite episode of With Special Guest. It's so good. I know. It's just so <laughs> ridiculous and just... Uh... I made people listen to it driving <laughs> to Bellingham. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was one of the first episodes of that podcast I listened to. I'm like, this show is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know With Special Guest, Lauren Lapkus, it's... Every episode has Lauren Lapkiss, but she's the guest on somebody else's show. She's the guest, but she's always the It's something. I can't do it. Whatever. She's the host, but she's but always, she's always the backwards. guest. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Whoever is her guest is actually the host of a different podcast, and they make it up on the spot. So, it'll be something weird like, 
you've been catfished yeah. or I don't know how we got on this tangent. Claudio Doherty, Inside Amy Schumer, Daria Revival. Cool. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We're just six degrees of Kevin Bacon away here. <laughs> but um, one more point is that MTV is actually bringing back some other shows that we knew and loved, including okay. The Real World, which I didn't it's, actually I didn't realize, know it was gone. Yeah, I thought it was still on, but maybe they're going to bring it back to its like 90s roots or something. Gotcha. They're also bringing back Maid. I vaguely remember this one. It was like where they went. They did a whole bunch of stuff. I remember like, like somebody an wanted to do something one. and they would help them achieve that goal. Oh yeah. Is that what it was? Maybe that was. They I thought I remembered Pimp, one Pimp about anorexia. Is that what's coming back to? They need to bring back cribs. Do they? <laughs> so I can see like, oh look it, another rich person has a bunch of stuff. <laughs> I just think of the Chappelle Show skit. Like parodying that? I just think about Mariah Carey on Cribs. It was hilarious. You should go watch it. I I can't even do it justice to describe it. The Chappelle show one, he just talks about how he sprinkles diamonds on everything you eat because that's the most balling shit you can do. (laughs) He like has a dinosaur egg and he's cracking and eating a dinosaur egg. And just like it's I think it's one of the skits like from the season three when he like wasn't there and they just had a bunch of like throwaway skits. I have only seen like a little bit of Chappelle's show. It is one of the most formative things in my life. I'm not surprised. That's very on brand for you. Yeah, that's <laughs> one of the most on brand things for me. <laughs> and seeing Barbershop and Barbershop 2 in theaters with my dad is very on brand for me. Not surprised at all. Yeah, we're probably the only two white people in there. <laughs> He wanted to go see it. Like when I go home, he's always watching like Soul Plane or he was watching Get Rich or Die Trying one of the times. Is the other one uh, Pootie Tang? (sighs) All right. First of all, Pootie Tang is a wonderful movie (laughs) and it's a Toko family classic. When did that come out? Like 2000, 2001. It was written by Louis C.K. Okay. Just making sure that we don't have to talk about it on this podcast. Uh, (laughs) Whatever. It's a great movie. We do need to talk about... The other Toko. <laughs> we do need to talk about the other Toko family classic, Carpool. Carpool is a great movie. Uh, Captain Ron is another one. And that one I haven't seen. What? Anna and I were just talking about Captain Ron earlier today. Uh, Sarah hasn't seen it either. Fuck. <laughs> I don't even know why I have you people as friends. Yes, you do. If I, if I mean, if I can't make Captain Ron references. <laughs> uh you made us watch Grumpy Old Men. Right. Which I can't believe you hadn't seen that. Did we watch two of we them? We watched Grumpy and Grumpy Old yeah. Men. Yeah. In this back to back, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As you should. The dad is the best part. The dad was really good. <laughs> uh, those anyway. Are, those are good movies. They were funny. <laughs> they were you. funny. No, they were funny. They were funny. I liked She just looked at me like, uh, okay, no, 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 I'm no. pity. I was, th- I was thinking in my head and it just like came across on my face. I was thinking about yeah. something different. It's okay. Uh, we should wrap this up. We should. We should also probably say what we're going to talk about next. <laughs> All right. So we have confirmation. We're going to be going into the show Felicity, which I've never seen, but everyone who knows me has told me that they're surprised I haven't watched it. You've never seen Felicity? Yeah. Wow. That is surprising. Well, you hadn't ever seen Gilmore Girls either. And I told you you would like that. Yeah. And that was true. It was. 
So I know the premise of Felicity. Like she moves to New York or some shit, and like some guy follows her. Opposite fucking things. A guy from her high school goes to New York. She finds that out and decides to go to that school too. Cool. <laughs> I had the. The the groundwork was there. Yeah. Anyway, but it's a J.J. Abrams show. It was his first J. J. show. J.J. Abrams. Your face is J.J. Abrams. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Finish. Focus. <laughs> Anyways, our friend Lynn will be helping us pick episodes and hopefully helping us record it. Yes. Uh, so, hooray! <laughs> I know, and I haven't seen Lynn in forever, so I'm excited. I haven't seen Lynn in. I saw her sometime recently. I can't tell you. <laughs> it was it was softball related probably okay either way so i'll put the episodes that lynn picks on our social media twitter and instagram we are tfgif podcast and you know if you have anything that you want to say about felicity definitely feel free to send us some email at tfgif podcast at gmail.com and we can read that aloud katie will make me read it it's okay <laughs> oh no email she reads her right it's <laughs> Emails good. I read very poorly, but I'll try. It's because if I read them, I'll just add my commentary <laughs> in between every line. and That's fine. I like yeah. your commentary. Yeah. Thank you. And yeah, in the meantime, if you can rate and review us on iTunes, it really helps other people find us. There's a really weird algorithm behind the Apple podcast machine. And that's how we can pop up in the search results more. Didn't know that. I search 90s TV like every week waiting for us to show up. And to this day, we still have not. After I feel like we are like three months, four months. I feel at this point we are the seminal 90s TV podcast. Six months. Oh, it's been six months almost. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's February. It was February it's March. It's been five March months because it was mid-February. Yeah. It's like on my birthday, it'll basically be like six months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Help us get more listeners. That would be great. Yeah. Tell a friend. People should hear what nonsense we have to say. <laughs> About Daria that doesn't relate to Daria. <laughs> hey, I had a good time learning about Daria. And now if I ever meet her, I'll know what to say. Exactly. I guess that's one way to look at it. <laughs> Anyway, I hope she emails us. I, I really do. I hope somehow. Yeah. What are the odds that she's one of the 45 people that listen? I think we have a little bit more than 45. I know. And <laughs> I'm being hyperbolic. <laughs> anyway, until next week. Can we end this at all? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Until next week. Bye. Bye. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> we have like a minute left. Yeah. Okay, let's go. <laughs> well, right. I'm putting this at the end of our episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs>